Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tickle Me Comedy Club podcast, uh, episode number 17. I'm Isaac Israel, and I'm here with Dylan Dillagath, and we have a special guest here today. Uh, you have seen her all over Las Vegas. She has her own Amazon Prime special, Laughter is Med- Medicine. We have Shannon DeQueen in the house. And, uh, and so, folks, we are, uh, Tickle Me Comedy Club podcast is sponsored by the Blue Zone Comedy Tour. Please let oh, know Oh, yeah, about Blue that. Zone Comedy Tour. You can find us on Facebook, all the regular social media. Our specialty is bringing disabled comics to light. And uh, so we're, we're in the process of doing that. You'll see us all over Vegas, and hopefully we'll get out to the rest of the world shortly. But remember, Blue Zone Comedy Tour. Okay, back to you, Isaac. So, um... We are just really excited about this podcast episode because Shannon is here, but also we've also created this uh, partnership with ACTV and ACTV, they have like 10 million viewers. They're on Roku and Kodi. They're featured on, uh, on Amazon Fire TV. ACTV US is live and it's on video on demand. And uh, just so that everyone knows, they are, they, you could find it, uh, they have an app on the, uh, for smartphones. Uh, you could download it from actvus.com. Uh, you could find them on Facebook, YouTube, and all the social media channels. So we're really excited about this partnership. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. This is going to be awesome. So, so tell your friends. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's, let's kick it off. Uh, Shannon, thank you for joining us. Thank uh, you for having me. This is such an awesome experience already. <laughs> and you know, everybody, we are socially distanced. It may look like we're closer on TV. But we're actually like eight feet apart, so we're social distancing. Eight inches. <laughs> and 20 pounds heavier because the TV adds weight to us. But social distancing, we're doing it. Yep. Yes. Good. So, Shannon, we, I mean, you've, you've had the uh, uh, Amazon, um, Amazon Prime special uh, for a li- on for a little while now. Can you tell us a little bit about that? How did it come about? Oh Why gosh. did you decide to do it? All of that. That's it's so just it, great. It came, it came about with my friend um, David. He, he films, and he seen me performing. Um, I was actually on a reality TV show mm-hmm. on uh, Vegas Divas. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Um, he just he seen something in me a spark and he wanted to do a amazon amazon hour premiere show so i was all nervous because at the time at the time i think that was in 2017 um at the time i had a stillborn so i wasn't ready to get back into yeah i wasn't Mm -hmm. ready to get back into on stage and um speak about that experience but he um he wanted me to do some comedy and go from there and talk about my healing and speak about it. So you guys most definitely check it out. Um, like he said, it's on Amazon Prime and um, it's laughter, it's medicine, Shannon the Queen, and um, yeah, just so so tell us tell us about that. So like, how many days, weeks, months after you know you, you, this you know the stillborn did you plan it out or did you did you actually do the special? Um, it wasn't planned. It was like a last minute thing. So it wasn't a good mm-hmm. no. set. Mm-hmm. It wasn't horrible to say what, what I was going through, you know, yeah. but I know that, you know, you know, what's in you, you know, what you can bring out to the audience and how you can make them laugh and things like that. This mask is like so irritating. It's a great mask though. I love that. Thank mask. You. <laughs> 
So, um, yeah, it was uh, really difficult to get on stage and talk about that personal experience that I had. But you know what? It was all worth it because you never know who you can touch and who you can relate with and who can relate with you. So, you know, I did what I had to do as a comedian, as a professional comedian, and um, I made it work. I worked it out. Yeah. Yeah. You got you to gotta jump over your obstacles and bring it to um, joy, bring it to funny, even though ain't nothing funny about having a stillborn, you know? Mm -hmm. So one of, one of the things we like to do is we like to bring a, a different perspective for the comics that we interview. And so some of the things we want to find out is about the real you, how long you've been doing comedy, what got you started, what inspires you, those kinds of things. So how, how long you've been doing comedy? So I've been doing comedy for quite a while now. I've been doing it for about eight years. Um, striving, I definitely can say, is levels to everything that you do. I started out open mics. Oh, yeah open mics going to different open mics room um somebody on facebook had inboxed me and wanted to know what my passion was and i didn't have an idea you know i was just like uh why are you inboxing me this <laughs> so um i told him like oh i'll be a great comedian and he connect me with mike p um he's actually a a radio host for 97.5 hot 97.5 so um, I went down there to his room to do some open mic, and ever since then, it's just been on. And I still get the butterflies, you know? Oh, yeah, don't we all? Yeah, I still get the butterflies. Yeah, don't call Mike P's show an open mic. <laughs> well, it was oh, eight years ago. Oh, yeah, eight years ago, mic. it was an open mic. Now it's a showcase. Now it's a showcase. Right, Mike P, if you're watching this, we know it, it was, it's not an open mic. <laughs> right, it's not an open mic no more. You so that's how I started. And then... Um, I took a break for eight months because I got in a relationship and the oh, guys started story. getting jealous and he's like, why is them guys laughing at you? I'm like, cause I'm a comedian, you joke. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I had, you know, stopped for like eight months. And then I promised myself like, I would never stop doing comedy again for nobody, you know? And um, I just kept going and um, Richard Taylor reached out to me and he was hosting at Coffee Tea or Me. Mm -hmm. And he told me to come out there and um, do some comedy. So I came out there and I did some comedy. I was going for like a good straight five months. And he had to leave and go to Atlanta or somewhere down Atlanta. south. Yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta. You remember that? Yep, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. And um, I started hosting. They, they asked me, did I want to host for Coffee, Tea, or Me? And um, that was my first time ever experience hosting. So I was quite nervous but excited at the same time that they seen something in me. So... Uh, shout out to Craig Parks for um, allowing me to host Coffee, Tea, or Me, and uh, that was an open mic show as well, and just getting my feet wet, and um, I started hosting at Club Lacey's, which is, um, it was a strip club out here in Las Vegas, but then a lot of people didn't want to come to the strip club because they was like, it's the <laughs> devil playground, and they thought it was going to be naked bodies walking around, <laughs> so it was crazy, and um, I was hosting there. And then after that shut down, I just start having book shows. And you know, um, you booked me before on a couple of your shows on uh, Tickle Me Comedy. So you know that was great experience and had lots of fun and just book shows, traveling and all that. So like I said, it's definitely levels 
to where you're trying to go in life, especially. And then the pandemic hit, right? Then the pandemic hit. Right when I was flying and traveling, I just like crashed. Like all of us, we had all this stuff going on and ready to go, and then boom, it's all pulled a big rug pulled out from under you. Absolutely, yeah. So we had to take it to Zoom. Oh yeah, we had to Zoom it. Oh my gosh, have you done a Zoom? I've done Zoom. I did one, and we've talked about it before, but. Oh my gosh, that is really hard to do because it's tough. You're not getting any really feedback. You're not right? getting feedback. You don't know if they laughing. You don't know yeah. what's going on behind the other side of the phone, right? Yeah. <laughs> we had the, the one that I did. We did have some. We had some audience members had called in. I told all my friends, all three of them, to to call in. So we did have some audience members. So we did have a little bit of feedback, but that is not a that's not a fun experience at all but you know what i knew that i was killing it when i had um gave them my cash app and it was just like you know cash app me and everything i was like okay i'm doing good that that ching ching kept ching ching and i was like all right that is that's a great part of it. i just yeah. made five dollars on that joke right. <laughs> i'm just killing but it now i, I made, I made so much again. money on zoom and cash out than I ever did on you know stage. Isn't that crazy? Because people rewatch it and and replay it, and you know just going to sleep at night, waking up to you know, yeah. I'm like that's that's some dope stuff right there. Okay, so yeah, the um, cash app is very very good because you know that they rewatch it or other people come and they watch it as well. So yeah, um, that's definitely a plus to wake up to money in your cash app. I know, that's the best part. So we did a, I'm sure you heard of, of the, the drive-in comedy show we did. did uh, have you had a chance to do no. that? Did you hear about it? I no. haven't heard about oh it, my but God. my cousin wanted to do a drive through at, at, at like Applebee's or something like I, that. That's the place. <laughs> the neighborhood bar. The neighborhood <laughs> Applebee's. Yeah, you know Shout what? out to King You can Darius watch a comedy Stone. show and you get a meal for two for 25 over there. <laughs> okay. Pick a date over there. Yeah, and I comedy, thought that was a great idea. Like a mozzarella yeah. sticks and... Uh, so tell really, me how it went. Right. Wait, wait, I gotta, I gotta do a little ad <laughs> here. Going? So there's a, there's a movie called... Um, <laughs> there's a movie called Hall Pass. <laughs> okay, yeah. And it was about these two guys that got, they got a, a week-long hall pass from their wives. They could go out and do anything they wanted to yeah. do and there was no harm, no foul. They could go get girlfriends there so these guys decided they were going to go pick up some girls and where they think that they could find all the girls applebee's <laughs> wow so did they find any girls or did they find apples i don't remember but no they uh, ate good. too much at, what happened was they ate too much at applebee's and then they couldn't even go out because they were so full so that they went went back to sleep in, in in the meanwhile the girls are like finding other guys at the clubs and stuff like that the hall pass was for the girls not the guys every time i hear applebee's every time i hear applebee's i think of that but yeah, so so the drive-in thing. Let me uh, let me let me kind of give you a preface. So we had this. Um, we partnered with another company, and they had a, a, a like a, a loading dock with the big roll-up doors, mm -hmm. and so we put a stage in front of it, and there was a big parking lot, and so we had cars come in there and park just like you're at a drive-in. Mm -hmm. We had some uh, some picnic tables, and we had a, a food truck, we had a full oh, bar, wow. and then the, out on the stage, it was out in the open air, and we had lighting and mics and all that kind of stuff, and we just did comedy for the for. For, for there, it was. It turned out to be really cool. We were a little nervous. All of us were a little nervous about the feedback we'd yeah. get, but people were honking their horns, flashing their lights. Uh, like middle of June. Yeah. Wow. Middle of June. Yeah. Nice, nice night. It was. Uh, right. It turned out yeah, way I mean, cool. I can vision it. Yeah. yeah, we're trying to. 
get it picked up and uh, and, yeah, and trying to put it on tour, and then so yeah. we could get more you know comedians to come in and do it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mean, definitely let me know. I never yeah. experienced anything yeah. like that. Yeah. So it was it was very different. Yeah, feedback from uh, you know horns and uh, <laughs> people yeah. tapping on their cars and. I always like yeah. to tell this story. Yeah. Headlights. So, so you know, as, as comedians, we always find out who's from out of town. Well, it was really easy that night because you just look at the license plates. The license plates. A lot of <laughs> oh, California. You ain't, you ain't from around here, are you? <laughs> Arizona. Yeah, really so t- I, I don't think I've seen you perform. So tell us, tell me in the audience, what kind of, what's your humor? Is it is there a particular area that you do? or? Um, my humor is basically reality, um, life experience, um, things that I have seen that's funny like you know girls that wear really short shorts and, they, and their thighs rubbed together and, and it's just look disgusting like somebody <laughs> like it's just getting ate up you know so I, I, hey, I do just, you do an act out for that do you do an act out with that <laughs> I, don't, I don't I need to do one I know, right? yeah, that's a good idea um me being tall I'm 5'11 so a lot of guys are shorter than me and um, <laughs> I talk about that too. So because uh, a lot like of guys pick up lines, the yeah, pick up pick lines, up lines <laughs> yeah, the pick up lines they come and you know tell they lie to me and tell me we're the same size in a bed, but we're not. You know, so, <laughs> so it's like the lies, cut it out. I could lift you up. <laughs> okay, sure, right. Yeah. right. <laughs> so, why yeah. do you have four inch heels? <laughs> why is that guy wearing four inch heels right yeah, now? He's wearing my heels. Okay, <laughs> mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> so, Where do my heels go? <laughs> I just, I just basically talk about things that's um, that you can relate to, and tall women can relate to. You know, short women get called the cute names, little short cake, and stuff like that. And me being tall, I get called animal animal names, like, "Ooh, you a big old fine stallion," or "God, you an Amazon." I'm like, "Is that a compliment? Are you trying to <laughs> trying to get me off my high horse? What are you doing?" <laughs> that's, that's pretty funny. So, so yeah, that's what I do. I just um, I vibe with the crowd. Uh-huh. I vibe with the crowd and um, relate and talk about reality and just be myself and be comfortable. Do you know what you're gonna say when you go out there, or or uh, do you just wing it? Um, I pretty much wing it in the beginning, and uh-huh. then I get down to my material. So. I can think about what I'm going to say when I get on stage, but when I get on stage, if you're a comedian, like, you yeah. know, you guys are comedians. When you get on stage, it's like sometimes it just blows out your mind and yeah. you're just like feeling the audience like, oh, and then you get stuck like, oh, okay, what was I going to say yeah. on stage again? Yeah. <laughs> well, see, I have an advantage because I'm older, so I just say it's an old old moment. I forgot my set, right? <laughs> well, old okay. man syndrome. Yeah, the old man And the people give... <laughs> They forgive you because they know you're old and you don't even remember where you are. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. So I, I agree. Sometimes you just kind of, you, you know, you, you practice your set in the daytime before your show, and then you get up on stage and something just causes you to go off on a different tangent, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, those are fun times, though, right? They are fun times. Especially I say audience. you're not a real comedian if you never bummed before. You gotta, oh. you gotta taste that medicine of bumming. Tell us about your first bomb. Oh my God. No, really, seriously. My first bomb was at. Um, Santa Fe, at Santa Fe, and no, at the Fiesta, I'm sorry, at the Fiesta, and that's out here in Las Vegas, and it was, um, it wasn't a regular comedy show, it was, what, what is it called when the clown come out? Circus. No. Oh, the clown comes out. Yeah, it like, boo you off stage, like, uh, um. Oh, uh, what is it? A roast? No, it wasn't a roast, it was. Steve Harvey used to run that show where the clown come off and boo you off stage. Oh, oh. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. gong show or a, 
Oh. I can't think about it. You'll, it'll I can't, come to you. Yeah, it'll come to me. But um, so we was at the Fiesta, and um, I got on stage, and oh, my God, I can't think of the name. It sucks. But anyways, a clown come on stage, and I was talking about, like, material. I was doing my material work, and the audience didn't want to hear that. They wanted, you know, they wanted to hear some roasting stuff. So I wasn't roasting, and then they booed me off stage, and the clown no, came out. It's like out. the Apollo Theater, right? Apollo, oh, yeah. yes. Okay, it Apollo was the Apollo, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. the Apollo, yes, yeah. absolutely. And, and you know what? But the, but here's the thing. Okay, to Shannon's credit, though, I mean, I've seen that show, and you got like all headliners, you know, all headliners oh, performing it. there, okay. and it's like a full room. Oh, yeah. You got the best. So she's like performing with the best of the best in Las Vegas yes. when she did that room. That's a fiesta. Casino, and not hotel, saying I'm not the best of the best, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah, didn't want to hear material. Crazy. They got, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They wanted yeah. you to just roast and bag, and I'm like, oh, this is my first time doing this. So the clown came out with a big old clown and a whole bunch of things and dancing. Woo! Like, get off. Get out of here. So I started dancing back. I was like, all right. <laughs> I got my clown shirt on right now, you know. This is how he looked, like it. <laughs> That's how I looked Saturday morning. <laughs> so yeah, that was my experience. Boom. Yeah. So, but it didn't set you back, right? It didn't. You learned from it. I learned, yeah. and um, I'm ready for another Apollo. <laughs> so was, well, now well, you'd be the headliner. And you'd yeah. To be some amateur. What's your be- what was your best experience on stage? My best experience on st- oh, I got a quite few of them. Oh, that's good. Uh, quite a few of them. Um. I say my best experience was Oakland, California. Um, I was in Oakland, California for the first time, and they showed so much love and uh, hospitality. Did I say it right? Hospitality. (laughs) Hospitality. (laughs) And it was just like everything. Um, It was nice. You know, Um, the flight there was nice. The room was nice. The audience was nice. The crowd Uh was good. Where were you at Oakland? Yeah, where were you? It was um, at at, uh, Area Kitchen. It Uh wasn't no big old stage in there, but it was like a lot of people. It was like 250 people in there. Yeah, so So those are some of the best shows when you're on the road. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Oh, another show was in Utah, too. And Utah was a really good show. Um, Where in Utah? Utah. It was in Salt Lake. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So it was okay. that was nice out there. Um, it was an all white crowd, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and that was and my first water. time. They're drinking water, yeah. right? Pellegrino and yes, stuff. Yes, like that. that was my first time like performing, and and they loved me. I was like, yes, <laughs> this black thick meat making y'all laugh. And you know, like, <laughs> some Christian comedy. Look at him. <laughs> you do some Christian comedy when you're out there. What was that? I, yeah, right. So it was, it was awesome. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and then, you know, of course, great. here in Las Vegas, you know, your show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tickle Me Comedy. That room is awesome, you guys. I had a great time hosting there with um, with uh, comedian Miss Arkansas. I was hosting her show. You remember that yeah, night? Yeah. Yeah. So that was very fun experience. And um, she's she's funny. She's funny. Yes. I I love to. I love her. I love her spirit and her energy and everything. So me hosting up hosting that show for her was awesome. We've done a lot of work together as well at the uh, Improv. Ontario Improv was an awesome show too. Oh my God, yeah. I got a lot of awesome shows I've done. So, and one yeah. bomb. And one bomb. <laughs> we gonna talk about the other ones. <laughs> Those will remain classified. Yeah. Oh, I, we've all bombed though, right? right. As long as you learn from it, you know. Say, oh, 
maybe I shouldn't do that next time, right? Yeah. 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 We all do that. It's it's part of the it's part of the fun. It's part of the learning process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. of being a professional comedian. So where were you? I mean, besides Salt Lake, like where were you traveling to? What are the other places you're traveling to? Well, let me see. I traveled to Utah. I've been to Portland. I've been to Ontario. I've been to Oakland. Um, I've been to New Jersey. I've been to Pennsylvania. Um, I was going to be in Texas, Houston, Texas, but all this pandemic happened. And What do you think of the accommodations that the producers, like the, the places, the hotels, the comedy condos that they put you up in? What do you think of those places? Have they been good or, you know? They're, they've been good. I, I've performed at Treasure Island before. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And um, it, it was it was nice. They didn't want any cursing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You Dang. know? Yeah, they, they didn't want no cursing. Really? So, you know. Oh, no, no, no. What I mean is, like, the hotel rooms and stuff, like, when you've traveled. Like, uh, the accommodations. They put, they put you in a room under the stairs. Or... <laughs> oh, oh my God! I had a show. Oh, in Utah, I had a show. Okay, yeah. And um, they had me in a basement, y'all. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God! Was, so sorry. Yeah. They said, okay. You're like, where's my hotel? And they put you in a basement. They put me yeah. in a basement. I'm glad I was with my cousin. Was it a nice basement? No. Oh, I didn't no. even want to take a shower. I had to take a, a, a whole bath. <laughs> yeah. like, she thought she was gonna get the COVID, and the COVID right. wasn't even. That wasn't even out. Like, oh, yeah. uh, it was disgusting. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, my god. You, you got to put that in your rider. You got to put it in your rider. In your rider, you got to say four stars or more. Or he had coming. a blow-up bed for coming. me that wouldn't stay blown up. I was like, what's going on here? It's running out of air. Might as well put me on the floor. God dang it. We do this for the art. We do this for the art. Because it's fun, right? For the love of comedy. <laughs> the basement. <laughs> that was the worst. He's like, you better pay me double. <laughs> I've just seen this place. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. I was looking out for the bugs while I was down here. You ever have a producer not pay you? Oh my god! Like, or, or, or like, like tell you they can't pay you like the night before. Or, or, or the night of? The night of, yeah. I have that. I had that. What happened? What happened was, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, so. you know, we didn't. A lot of people didn't show up, so we thought it was gonna be more people than normal. But they didn't come through like they said. You know, oh. the invite said 55 people was gonna be here, but only 15 showed up. I'm like, well, uh, break me off something. Oh. <laughs> no, but that that that's at least nice. You know, that's nice. You know, some yeah. comics are like, no, I want my full pay, but yeah, you know, you know break me. Yeah, yeah, I that's am nice. very but, yeah. understanding because yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been. Uh-huh. A producer or a promoter and hosting yeah. and booking shows and you know even taking the money that I get to give to other comedians to perform you know yeah, yeah. so I understand mm-hmm. I get it you know so yeah at least break me off a little something something eight percent it'll come back though it'll come yeah, back soon when you do good things like that yes you do good things like that wait a minute whoa <laughs> we're supposed to get paid <laughs> Wait, hold the phone. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes, right? Hey, yes. Nobody told me that part. You can't be paid on chicken fingers all the time. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> I so. told a producer once that uh, he told me what he was going to pay, and I told him I wouldn't work for that 
And he goes, you probably wouldn't work for anything. <laughs> a lot of them pay you with drinks, right? I hear comedians get drinks. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I don't even drink. I'm like, I don't drink. I remember when I was doing open mics, and um, I was like, I was the big dog. You know, I was freshly new into comedy. And um, shout out to Anton Knight. And they was just, like, taking shots of Patron. And they like, here, get you a shot here. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we balling out. Oh. So I get on stage, and I'm like, why y'all staring at me like that? What's going on? <laughs> like, I was just like, you know, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't feeling it. So ever since then, I'm like, I would never drink before I get on stage. Oh, no. Because who knows what might come out, right? Yeah. And I was just, like, right. paranoid. Yeah. I was just yeah. looking at them. Uh -huh. I was talking, but they was trying to get my content like where's she going with it and i was everywhere with it and they wasn't really laughing it was just looking at me <laughs> i was drunk so i was like what y'all looking at me like that for <laughs> it was a mess so i promised myself i wouldn't do that again especially patron too don't want to do that yeah, patron with red bull mm -hmm. yeah i was energized but didn't know what i was talking about <laughs> that was hilarious so I, I wrote a new joke today you want to hear it okay go ahead okay so with all the current events Today, the, China announced that it's now the biggest navy in the world and the most powerful. But then if you really think about it, mm -hmm. they can't be the most powerful because all their equipment is made in China. <laughs> all right. <laughs> right. It's made in China. So Another I've learned some new sing. words during the pandemic. Yeah, have you have you have you been uh, writing new work and I've been writing, writing and yeah like I've been writing new March. material and yeah and coming up with you know new things. Uh -huh. um, I like the word entanglement. Oh, that's a good word. Okay, why do you? All like y'all like that? Look, I got okay. y'all attention. Why do, you like the word <laughs> why do you like the word entanglement? <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to have nothing, you know, we don't have to have a relationship, just an entanglement, go on about your business now. <laughs> I don't got to call you to make nope. sure you got home safe. <laughs> don't call me to see if I got home safe. Oh, I don't got to worry about if you ate lunch, nothing. <laughs> it's an entanglement. A lot of people didn't know they was on. in an entanglement until Jada Pickett, you know. <laughs> That's good. Shout out to Jada and Will. Oh, <laughs> that was crazy. Um, no, no, tell the viewers about that. Yeah, tell, tell them yeah about that, that was crazy. Um, Will, just cry. I mean, cry already. It was in your eyes. The tears was there. You was holding them back, but I see them. Let them roll down. What happened? That, that hurt me. Um, she was catering to August. He's an R&B rapper, and he was going through uh, emotional problems. His brother... Um, got shot and killed. He was going through he mental issues, you know? Um, and she was his counselor. And um, mm -hmm. she put that whap on him, that whip, that W-A-P. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't know what that means. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, so she was supposed to be counseling him and, you know, getting him out of, this, out of the depression stage. And um, her and Will had separated but still married and they became intimate and involved with one another and entangled, um, entangled. and um nobody knew about it until august got in his feelings and he made a song and he just put it out there on all his interviews that him and jada pickett was messing around and just told their secret out of emotions tuck your emotions right Tuck why would he do you why would he 
Hey. Why would he do that? He had to get his views some way or another. Oh, no, gosh. he had to get some records sold. That's what he yeah. needed. He right. got to get some downloads. Absolutely. That's what he needed. I mean, yeah. that's exactly yeah. right. Like, come on. Like, do now, 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 now the kids now the kids know that. Know that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and kids his, are old enough friend, to understand. His like, friend is Jada's son. But my thing is like, come on, Jada, uh, why are you messing around with a 25-year-old and oh, you geez. 55? Like, come on. <laughs> so, so Will Smith found out about it? So right. Will Smith... Will Smith was listening. He's like on the treadmill. Why didn't you invite me in the room? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> so, so, but, so, what's happening to the two of them right now? So, I believe that they're still rocking together. Her and Will Smith. Um, okay. Yeah, they're still rocking in there together. Um, and August is still, you know, singing his songs. Wait, so Jade, I didn't know Jada was like. So she was a she's not a counselor. She just she was just there for him. Right? Just like, there for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. And uh -huh. um, I guess when her and Will separated, um, lonely days came. She was a self-proclaimed counselor. <laughs> I just hung a, a shingle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, they got down. It was an entanglement, and it went out to the public and. Everybody viewed it and seen it on YouTube and TV and watched it, and they uh -huh. made a bag. They uh -huh. made a bag. <laughs> oh my gosh. So uh, if you want to make a bag, less entanglement. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> so, I'm just playing. So what other words have you have you discovered? Okay, so yeah, I discovered that uh, entanglement. That was one. In 2020, I didn't know I was in entanglement for years, okay? <laughs> relationships after relationship. He was there. But no, um, <clears throat> what else? Um, pandemic. Oh, I hate that word. Pandemic. You know, um, that word is something that we all can relate to, like, especially if you have close friends or toxic people in your life and you're trying to distance yourself away mm -hmm. from them. Pandemic. Pandemic. <laughs> That's a good excuse. That's a good hey, excuse, right? Like Where you been over. at? I haven't seen you in about two months. Pandemic. Pandemic. <laughs> Nothing personal. <laughs> yeah, but I just saw you at that party. <laughs> I was quarantining. <laughs> Quarantine. That's another word. Yeah, well, right? Oh yeah, and Corona. corona. Oh, yeah, I thought that was just you know beers. So right? I didn't know it was a virus. I didn't know Corona was a virus. I thought it was just beers, drinking beer. I did too. I had to give it up. You had to give it up. You didn't want to catch that Corona. I don't want to get the. I, even if you put a lime in it, it doesn't help. Yeah, <laughs> it still attacks. Oh my god. Yeah, so, so yeah, that was the few words right there that I had discovered in 2020. And um, just stand safe in, that, in a house. You know what? I had experience. Well, I thought I had corona, y'all. No. All right. It was awful. Let me tell y'all about this story. Oh, my God. So I'm in my room chilling or whatever, and I start, like, um, getting short of breath. So I'm like... I'm breathing hard and I'm just like, <sighs> and then my heart start throbbing like real fast, just throbbing just real fast, just pumping, right? So now I'm starting to freak out. Now I'm panicking, I'm panicking. And I'm like, I, I run outside for a second, then I come back in the room and I'm like, son, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I think I'm about to die. So he jumps out the bed. My son, he get all scared and worried. So he calls my mom, you know, his Nana. 
And she's like, oh my God, get you some onions, peel some oranges, put it on the stove, boil it over water. So <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I, I get oranges, I peel the oranges, I cut up some onions, I put it on the stove, I'm boiling it and the steam's just coming up and it's not coming out my nose. I'm just like, <laughs> and I'm still breathing. My eyelashes lifting up because the steam and it was just going crazy. And I'm like, I think I got the coronavirus. So my son like, go to the ER, mom. So he's like distance away from me. He cut the shower on, the shower steaming hot water. So <laughs> it was a mess. I go to the ER and they put all kind of stickers on me to check my heart and everything like that. Everything was fine. I was just having an anxiety attack, y'all. Oh. I was having an anxiety oh. attack because of so much that's been going on with me, you know, me being a comedian and being on stage all the time, like at least two, three times out the week to not being on stage for like oh, three, yeah. four months. Yep. You know, I'm holding a lot of stuff in. My best friend had just passed away. Oh. Um, the coronavirus, people dying from coronavirus. Um, George Flood died, you know. It was a lot going on. And my anxiety, you know, just watching the videos of George Flood and just, you know, Floyd and just watching it and looking at the news, it was just chaotic. So. I was having a anxiety attack and it wasn't the corona so and that's that's crazy because comedians the way we usually deal with that we talk about it on stage i wasn't able to i wasn't able to share it so i was holding everything in and Uh i was having anxiety panic attacks like you know what was going on i didn't know that was my first time experiencing it so your your friend passed away this year your best friend my my best friend passed away in 2019 october Uh Um, she had lupus and she went out to Utah to visit her sister. Uh And, um, when she came back, you know, we was on the phone talking. I was so happy to hear her come back to Las Vegas, but she was sick. And she's like, um, I don't know what's wrong with me. My body is aching. And to me, you know, nobody knew about the Corona at this time in October. So to me, I'm like, okay, you probably just got to go to the hospital. Your lupus probably acting up. Excuse me. And um how old was she? She was she just turned 35. Wow. You know, she just I'm uh-huh. sorry, she just turned 34. Uh-huh. And um our birthdays is literally like 3 3 three days away from each other. My mm-hmm. birthday is September 22nd. Hers is September 25th. So uh, we celebrated our birthday and everything. And, you know, needless to say, that was our last time celebrating mm-hmm. our birthday together. We celebrated 15 years straight. And she always made sure she had a plan mm-hmm. for us. Because my son is born on my birthday, too. So I always wow. put him first. That's cool. Yeah, so that's a blessing. And I always put him first for the birthdays. And she's like, no, nah, girl, we're going to turn up. You're going to celebrate his birthday during the day. And we're going to kick it at <laughs> night. So she always... <laughs> always had a plan for our birthday uh-huh. so my birthday coming up this year and this will be our my first year uh-huh. not celebrating with her I'm sorry y'all yeah, I'm getting no, choked okay. up <clears throat> um yeah. love your loved ones love your loved ones because you never know when when their time is over That's she it. called me the day before she passed and uh-huh. um she told me she was gonna die oh. she told me and uh, I just I didn't want to believe it, you know. I just mm-hmm. wanted to speak positive, and I didn't yeah. want to believe it. I went to the hospital. When I got to the hospital, um, we had to cover up. And when I when I seen my my friend, it wasn't her. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's not how you want to remember your your friend. It wasn't her. No. Um, 
I knew she was gone. Mm. I knew she was gone. I gave her a kiss on the forehead and I walked out the room and you know, and um, that tough was times. that. It was tough. So yep. she was there at so many comedy shows, so yep. supportive, had my back, even though she was sick with lupus. Mm-hmm. When I got in a car accident and lost my vehicle and couldn't get to work or I had to catch the bus on rainy days, she was there. So you know what? It's hard to find good, true, loyal people, solid yep. people. So like I said, if you have someone that's solid, you hold on to them because you never know you when never it's their know. time to go. But I do know she's an angel watching over watching me. Watching over you. And I just want to say thank you because she's been blessing me. Like, yeah. <laughs> like she's watching this podcast. Yeah. She's, she's been laughing. She's yeah, been laughing. She's been laughing. Some of the stuff was, she wasn't laughing at, but she was right. laughing. Right. <laughs> right. Wait, 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 wait. We gotta go. We gotta go back to something you said earlier about bacon. So I do that in the morning too. I get some eggs and some hash browns and some bacon. Is that what you're talking about? Eggs, hash browns, and bacon. Hash oh, bacon. And bacon. <laughs> a little something came up. So, um, so we're kind of we're kind of running out of time. So I, what we usually do is we, we give our our guests the opportunity to say how we can find you, how can we, how can we follow you on on social media. Okay, definitely. Um, well, you guys can find me on Facebook under Shannon DeQueen Butler. That's D-A-Q-U-E-E-N. Um, make sure you add me. If I have too many friends on there, I do have a fan page. It's just Shannon DeQueen, D-A-Q-U-E-E-N. And um, make sure you follow me, support me. I announce where I will be, my next shows. I post my flyers. I support. I, I will support you, you know. Um, IG as well, Instagram, DeQueen02, same way, D-A-Q-U-E-E-N-02. And um, Instagram is popping, so yeah, make sure y'all follow oh, me yeah. on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon DeQueen22, TikTok. Um, and Cash App Me. <laughs> and the Cash that App, is, right? The Cash <laughs> App is, you can find me on Cash App. <laughs> My birthday coming up September 22nd. <laughs> you know, I take Cash App gift. That's Shannon DeQueen. The Shannon, S H A N N O N D A Q U E E N. Ching, ching. Ching, ching. Yeah, I want to hear the ching, chings. Well, I have to say on, on, on behalf of both uh, Isaac and myself, this has been a great time. Uh-huh. We we enjoyed having you. We Thank you. we enjoy bringing comedy comics to to our audience and showing them a different side. Because us comics, we're we're like normal people, maybe, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> somewhat <bit>. semi-normal. <laughs> and so we like to bring a, a different perspective and and learn about uh, learn about the comics and stuff. And so this has been a great time. I don't know about you, Isaac, but I had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Thanks for sharing. You know yeah. what? Shannon, I appreciate you guys. Yes, I appreciate you guys for having me on the show and allowing me to shake these beads. <laughs> get none I'm of them hit me in the eye or nothing. <laughs> I'm good. No, you can't sue me. They ain't that, that long. Not that many inches. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for having me on your show. This was great. I have fun. Good. And right. uh, bring me back again. We'll bring you yes. back. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, we really appreciate you watching uh, episode number 17. And we... Um, uh, on, on behalf of uh, Tickle Me Comedy and the Blue Zone Comedy Tour, this has been uh, uh, Dylan Dill- I forgot who I was for a second. I'm Dylan Dillagap, and this is my sidekick, Isaac Israel. With that, we're saying good night. See you next time. Bye-bye.